For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. It's the Tyler Glenn Show, the show about food and fun places and the mayhem of life. People on Facebook who are just chiming in this morning are going, what the hell is all the thing about? What what happened? Yeah, no. So uh, just to kind of let you in behind the curtain a little bit. So when I went to go on this morning, there's a, an app basically that's part of the studio that uh, loads up chat. And it just said, um, oh, your, uh, your month is done and you need to log in again. And of course, the countdown to the show is on. Nice. Right just as the show is going on. It's going to ask me for a password. And, you know, in my radio days, it was the same thing. These stupid things ask for passwords right before you're going to go on and do something. Do it in the middle of the night or as soon as someone logs on. No, no. It's as soon as you're ready to go on air or go to stream or whatever. It's giving me these stupid robot security features. You know what I'm talking about? You are not a robot, so you click on it. I am not a robot. It says, okay, so identify all the school buses in the picture. It's it, The school buses are getting smaller, so they look like toy school buses. And I'm like, okay, I think that's a school bus. That looks like it could be anything small and yellow, like a, a child's toy. It says, yeah, no, fail. You're not in. You're not in. And then I'm sitting here all by myself. <laughs> Luke, I am your father. See, I shouldn't sound like Darth Vader. Maybe I did. Maybe it does. Maybe I just sound like Darth Vader. Thank you so much for all those pictures, and thank you uh, for spending some time with us, our Facebook friends. Poutine challenges. Oh, we're going to talk locally about. We're going to talk about where to get some poutine locally. I would have to say that I am not a huge poutine type person. Like I can kind of take or leave poutine. It's not one of those things that's in the mix for me. I know that's not good being Canadian. That's You're supposed to like be into the poutine and make sure that you have it at every opportunity. I think it's a food group. Eastside Eatery has great poutine. Okay, Eastside Eatery, all right. Uh, try the works poutine from Pizza Express. Okay, Joe Beavers. I have had Joe Beavers poutine before. It was it was good. The thing that I like most about poutine, I'm going to be honest with you, it is probably one of the cheaper naughty foods to have. Like if you're going to have something that is really naughty, I mean, you're talking about carbs slathered in gravy and cheese. You can make it on the cheap. In fact, this guy, uh, he conducted his own poutine challenge, 14 pounds of poutine. Look and look at how look at how much food that is. That is a tremendous amount of food. A huge tin like that. It's all about the gravy. Uh, Because I'm more of a meat guy. But you know, if someone's going to put a 14 pound pail of potato 
And uh, so this guy is going to chow down on the 14 pounds. And, and plus, you know what? If you're eating all that, all those potatoes and all that gravy and all that cheese, when are you going to take a dump? This is, look at, so he's weighing it. Okay. And that's with the gravy. 14 pounds of food. Oh, my God. How does your body digest that? That is amazing. And, you know, I'm not going to lie to you. The first few minutes of that would be heaven. I mean, you're sitting there at the table just shoveling in all these gravy and cheese goodness with potato. Yummy, yum. And probably about 15 minutes in, you'd have that first, oh, you know, I'm wondering if this was really a good idea. <laughs> you say to yourself, I don't know. I think that uh, we got to rethink this whole thing. I think my gut is only so big. And and the thing is, is that that, that mound, that 14-pound mound is not going down. He's just not making a dent. He's still shoveling it in. Now, don't drop it. Oh, yeah, he's dropping back into the, oh, that's gross. That's kind of gross. When he's got a bit of it hanging out of his mouth and he just like chomps it and then it just drops back into the 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 vat of gravy. This is yeah. So he posts his address all over the place. I think he's looking for he's looking for like potato sponsors or maybe he wants Snapple to sponsor him. I don't know. It's pretty prevalent. And Powerade in the background there. Yeah, he'll need that Powerade, especially if you follow that up with some some laxative, which you're gonna need to ensure that your body does what it should to get rid of that. Holy God. That ladle he's using like a spoon? Good Lord, eat with your hands. Yeah, no doubt. Or a shovel. Well, it basically is a shovel. Hey, shovel it in. Poutine day. How nice is that? Taking such a delectable meal and kind of making it into something that's like, I don't know if I want poutine today. The potatoes are going in in pieces, but coming out as one. Oh, it's going to be, you're gonna, you're, there's going to be a poo-poo train like you have never seen before. Move over, CPCN. Choo-choo, the poo-poo train is going to uh, not only come into the station in record time, it is going to have record number of cars, I'll tell you, on the train. You're going to be waiting at the cross in a long time for that one to pass. I'll tell you right now, you'll be waiting. <laughs> and your plumbing may not your plumbing may not handle it. Porky says a double flusher. Oh, I don't think so. I don't think so. I think this requires outdoor this requires outdoor evacuation. You are not getting away with this one easy. 14 pounds? Are you kidding me? That's bigger than a newborn child. That's twice the size of a newborn child. <laughs> He's, his shirt's getting greasy. Look at the look on his face. He's just like, oh, this is bad news, but I'm on camera now. The world is watching me on YouTube. I have got. He's still shoveling it in. I would never want to see potatoes again. And why wipe your mouth? What does it... I was starting to get concerned about how hot I was getting. Yeah, because your body is rejecting the food. It's saying, stop it. What are you doing to me? Stop eating this now. And he he has only been going for 15 minutes. In 15 minutes, he's probably eaten about... Well, half of it at least. So seven pounds of food. 
No wonder you're sweating. Holy cow. The grease is trying to come out of his pores. Oh, starting to starting. We could see it a few minutes ago, pal. Yeah, Quentin says uh, he's going to experience the beauty of childbirth low-tech. It's a boy. It's a girl. No, it's a spud train. <laughs> now, I, you know what? Let's just fast forward. I want to see what he looks like at the end. Indulge me here. He's going to, he's probably going to, <laughs> that was a good shot of him. I should have tried for 30 minutes. Oh, so he he didn't do it in his allotted half hour that he had hoped for. But he got it done. Look at the look on his face. Total regret. Total regret here. Yeah, he's not happy. You know, you should eat poutine and you should be filled with joy, not dread. And he's thinking about, okay, where am I going to evacuate tomorrow? There's no celebration happening here. There's no, what is he saying here? What is he like that? What 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 are what are your thoughts, champ, on the big feet here? What what are your comments? You got no, he's scraping the bowl. Yeah. So what do you got to say for yourself? <laughs> how do you how do you feel? How do you feel about yourself after that? Like just tosses the napkin in there. He's like, I give up. Oh wow. Don't hurl. Don't hurl. I don't know if that challenge was tough just because of the amount. Oh, because how hot it is in here. I am soaked. Oh, my God. But anyways, F you, Steve. Oh, he was doing it to... Canadian poutine. Hope I made it good enough for you. Uh, I used real cheese. It's real oh. cheese. Because his colon is rejecting him. His colon is saying, okay, look, you know, we are done, you and I. We are not. We are not friends anymore. Holy cow. I was sweating just watching that. Hey, thanks a lot. That guy's name is Alex. Uh, it's, uh, and, uh, sorry, Jeff. The other guy was Alex. Jeff Asper. Thanks, Jeff, for the entertainment this morning. And we wish you luck. Uh, they, they should, every time they do these food challenges, they should have some kind of, um, I don't know, cartoon reenactment of the day after that they could say, okay, I did the 14 pounds of poutine and got it done but here is a cartoon reenactment of what happened the next day and like have a nuclear bomb complete with a a train that gets stuck under the uh, under the uh the Kemney bridge <laughs> yeah no kidding he should get a sponsor uh, he should get a toilet paper sponsor or metamucil is Metamucil should be a sponsor. Uh, today's eating challenge is brought to you by Prunes. Prunes, nature's natural go-to for laxative you need. Have you had prunes today? It's time to chow down. Brought to you by, what is it, uh, Charmin. Charmin toilet paper. When four-ply just doesn't apply, you need Charmin 12-ply, because holy shit, did you eat a lot of food. And Mr. Clean. Oh, my God, what did you do to the bathroom? Mr. Clean is the only thing that will clean this up. But it has to be put in a special pressure washer so that, so that you, could, so you can pressure wash your entire bathroom. Mr. Clean, for when you shit everywhere after your massive amount of 14 pounds of poutine you shoved in your cake hole. Mr. Clean, 
punish your toilet. <laughs> oh, restore a lax. Oh, and then Febreze. Yeah, see, look at where are you guys? See, I need to get some some local sponsors for the Tyler Glenn show, and and maybe I should just approach these sponsors too. So happy Poutine Day today. I'm going to show you this picture, but you're not going to like it. So look away. Look away. Isn't that a song? I'm going to show you this picture, but you're not going to like it. Look away. Look away. Don't look. Don't look at your screen. Just go about your business. Go get a coffee. Go to the bathroom. Now's a good time for a bathroom break. Because I'm going to show you a picture of what is most dreaded for the time of year that we are about to encounter. And no, I'm not talking about water. Uh, when, When our part of the planet becomes inhabitable, for the six months that we actually get sun and warmth, there is something that that we like to complain about that does make our lives somewhat miserable. And we cope as best we can, but it is a pain in the arse. No two ways about it. And it's when these little guys come out. And Robin said that she saw one yesterday. Kathleen, Uncle Bo says Trudeau. (laughs) Well, although... Two, two things, you know, it can be right at the same time. But Kathleen gets the prize this morning because there it is, little bastard. God. How could there be a mosquito already? Has it been that warm? Could we have them already? <laughs> she said the picture of the poo, of the 14-pound poo. Oh, no, they're already in bunches. Now, you would think, though, in the western part of the province, because we didn't have as much moisture as they did in the east, that we would fare better. Maybe Winnipeg will have a mosquito problem this year, but not us. Am I dreaming? Am I hoping? Anyway, we've seen our first mosquito. There it is. Oh, God help us all. I'm thinking she got it wrong. This is misdiagnosed. This is a spider that is identifying as a mosquito. Make no mistake, I would love a good stiff drink right now. And maybe that's what happened to this guy. He's had a bad couple of days. He was on an American Airlines flight. He gets on the plane, and while he's getting into his seat, he says, Can you get me a drink? And you know how that is. People are loading onto the airplane. You're fighting with the overhead compartment to get your luggage stowed away up top. And this guy's like, hello, I need a drink. You got, Can someone get me a drink? And the, again, the stewardess says, no, you have got to, you got to sit down. You can't have, we'll get bar service to you when the plane takes off. And, and so then he asks a third time. And uh, so the stewardesses uh, have like a conference and they, they recognize that, look, this guy's probably been drinking. And if we if we just keep refusing him, he's going to get really irate. So I think we have to ask him to get off the airplane. You know, I think, sir, you know, obviously you want to have a drink. It's best that you get off the airplane to have your drink and maybe you catch another flight. And he tells them to, you know, go stuff it. 
and security gets called. And then they really want him off the plane because he's getting belligerent. And so, and this guy's in first class, an American Airlines first class passenger gets really aggressive. And yes, there's video. People recorded it. It made it to TikTok. Are we going to see a cop style toss here? Is that, I'm wondering if we're going to see this guy actually physically get, and there's like three or four people. Oh, no. Taser time. <laughs> it's taser time. Taser time. Let's get to it and oh, and he's gonna get. And there's more phones. More phones. I'm fine. Yeah. Well. Just, And he's cry- is he crying? Is he stop? Oh my god, that is the weirdest cry. I don't know if that's a cry or like. Listen to him. Can you hear him? What a commotion! What a shit show! He lost his shoe. I wonder if they just tackled him in the in the jetway. Oh yeah, there it is. See, when you don't comply, when you don't get now they're gonna arrest him. They're gonna arrest him, they're gonna haul him off to jail. Cause he wanted a drink. Now AA is not just the airline. That guy's really gotta go to AA, I think. Like if you're that, that is crazy sauce. Holy cow. All right. Well, enjoy your time in prison. So that guy got tossed and he went to jail for not getting his drink before the plane took off. Can you imagine going home and explaining that to your significant other that the reason that (laughs) you didn't make your flight or you tell your boss that you're supposed to be at a meeting and you didn't show up and it's like, well, I'm in jail because you know what? They wouldn't serve me on the plane. What the hell? Yeah, I was thirsty. Come on. That guy's got issues. The way he was crying, or the way the way he was, I don't even know if that was crying. He's like, <laughs> also making the rounds this morning, because we're the show about food, fun places, and the mayhem of life, is why people are eating their McDonald's chicken nuggets in a cup. And you know what? There is a method to the madness. First, uh, we'll take you back to TikTok and show you. Um, you guys want to see the French fry? You got to follow your ebook. We're making an ebook. Oh, okay. Still can I get 20 piece McNugget? Can you put it in a large cup? Okay. Thank you. They do it. And they put it in a large cup for you. And there's a method to the madness. And you know what? It's kind of genius. And here is why they're putting the chicken nuggets in a cup. Because we have all been there where we have hit the drive through and we've got to drive with the kids somewhere or we're going to some type of meeting or whatever. you got to drive for a while, 15, 20 minutes, half an hour. And if you are in your car and you're trying to eat at the same time, you're doing this and you got the hand on the wheel and your knee is on the, on the dash and on the wheel and your elbow is on the, you know, it's so hard. And then you got sauce dripping all over you and it's... It's technically distracted driving if you're going to eat and drive at the same time. But if you get 
something like chicken nuggets, and you get it put in the cup. You gotta do is you gotta tear it all the way off. Stick that to the side. Right you there. put it in the cup holder. Go. It goes in the cup holder. I think that's even better than the French fry. And then you put the you sauce the on top. I gotta follow your ebook. We're making an ebook. Yeah, I hear you're making an ebook. He's slugging his ebook. So there you go. There's your little trick, your little hack of the day. And they'll put it in the cup for you. Stick that to the side right there. Boom. There you go. Very nice. And I think I'm actually going to do that next time I hit. Because I, I normally struggle with like a, a burger or whatever it is that I bought. And I don't mind chicken nuggets. I, they're okay. And so this way, if you're like on a road trip, it's like, no, I'm driving chicken nuggets in a cup. Bingo, bango. The other thing that happens to me, it never fails. I'll be dressed up all for the once a month or once a year that I'll have a tie on. And then it's like we're driving because it's like we're on our way to some type of family function. And I've got, maybe it's not a tie, but it's dress clothes. And lo and behold, the Big Mac sauce is all on my lap. Not anymore. Because we're going to get chicken nuggets in a cup. Chicken nuggets in a cup. Chicken nuggets in a cup. Okay. So to the Walmart shirt, and it looked like Kathleen already knew what this was about. Walmart has got some backlash they're dealing with after they put an article of clothing out that had a naughty word on it. And I'm not going to lie. I wanted to see what the shirt looked like. I wanted to see if the naughty word was worthy of all the LOLs and uh, online attention, uh, Walmart telling Newsweek magazine that the slip-up was not intentional. And and trust me when I say that uh, it took me some time to figure out what the hell they were talking about. I've obviously gotten slower in my old age. I looked at the shirt and thought, what the hell are they talking about? But I'm the kind of guy, you got to hit me right between the eyes. This can't, there can't be any ambiguity. You can't dance around. You have to tell me and show me what it is. And, and then one of the guys on Twitter says, oh, my God, I'm crying. I'm crying. I'm dying. I'm crying. I'm dying. This is so funny. I need this shirt. I have to, another person said, I have to go out and buy this shirt before they take it away. But uh, so here it is. It's for sale. Actually, actually, Amazon has it now because this is the Amazon link. So here's the shirt that Walmart had to pull. And it's when you see it, it's recycle, reuse, renew, rethink. What the hell is the problem with this shirt? I don't get it. Now, maybe it's too small for you to see. Maybe I can get another version of it that I'll pull up that uh, you can see a little bit better. Oh, here we go. This one's a little bit bigger, so you can see. Yeah, see, uh, Uncle Bo, so there it is. So I'm thinking to myself, okay, it's kind of environmental. It's like a a woke shirt or whatever, reuse, recycle, and I wouldn't even wear it. I'm just like, I don't, recycling, my family forces me to do that. I reuse because I'm poor. I renew nothing except my stupid online subscriptions that I have to if I want to keep doing stuff. And then rethink, I don't think. I don't. So it does not appeal to me. It does not reach me. And I can't figure out why this shirt is offensive until maybe you read the shirt from top to bottom. 
using only the first word, uh, first letter in each word, which is C, U, N, and then the letter that starts with Tyler. Or not starts with Tyler, that Tyler starts with. <laughs> at Rob goes, I got it. Yeah, but it's not obvious. You see, Rob, it doesn't just jump out at you and go. Now, if they had highlighted each um, uh, each letter and said, like, recycle, reuse, renew, rethink, and then they highlighted every letter of that line, okay, because then those letters do jump out at you and your brain would entertain reading the script from top to bottom. Now, Bernice can't unsee it, and she wants to get, she's going to Amazon to get the shirt. I should put the shirt in my store. I mean, what's wrong with that? I think I will. I think I'm going to get this design. I'm going to put it in the Tyler Glenn Show. Recycle, reuse, renew, rethink. Maybe I was looking at this the wrong way. And maybe we should highlight the... Um, the top seller this week at TylerGlennShow.com is the re-re-shirts. Holy shit, it's the re-shirts. Here's another version of the shirt, and it's got uh, it's got the globe on it. Oh, it's the same writing. So it's like this one. Oh, well, this one, I guess I'm like Kathleen. I can't unsee it now. I can't unsee it. That's So now my, my, my eyes just go to... <laughs> Go to those words. Okay. Um, so Domino's Pizza, this is kind of neat. Domino's Pizza announced yesterday that they've got they've entered into a partnership with Apple CarPlay uh, so that you don't even have to get out of your car. Find a pizza. Um, the world's largest pizza chain announced in a press release yesterday in its partnership with Apple CarPlay. One button one command i need pizza and all of a sudden you just pull up the dominoes and they're waiting with your piping hot pizza it's called tap to order or call to order and it is just like i'd said you'll have two two choices to make you will either talk to your car and say i need pizza or you will tap the the screen in your car and it will it'll already be pre-registered through the Domino's app if you have that and it will look at the last order that you made and i'm assuming that you liked what you got the last time and you just hit it that's it it's done you go to Domino's and by the time you pull in there they've got it ready for you so move over hot and ready this will really be hot and ready because your car will be talking directly to Domino's. Uh, the new system is the latest addition to Domino's Anywhere technology, which already had systems for ordering your favorite pizza through Alexa, Slack, Google Home, and Facebook Messenger. So uh, you have to have an iPhone, you have to have Apple CarPlay, and you have to have the Domino's app to make this happen. They said in their release, they're the first pizza brand to offer CarPlay order. And uh, once you place your order, you can then use the CarPlay feature to track your order so you know if you can pick it up on your way home or if you'd like it brought over by a delivery driver. But are we at the point 
where and and this this is a business opportunity. Are we at the point where a super attractive person, okay, whether you would like a super attractive male or a super attractive female, knocks on your door, you open the door, or they open, they let themselves in because you've given them the code. They come in with your pizza and feed it to you. So not only have they cooked your food and delivered your food, but I want to get to the point where I'm not even lifting my hands anymore. I just want to sit. I just want to open my mouth uh, like that and just like have the supermodel like, would you like another piece of pepperoni? Uh-huh. Mama. <laughs> Mama. Mama. And hey, equal opportunity. Maybe you're going to have the maybe you're a woman and you want to have the magic mic guy show up. And he doesn't have his shirt on. He's all greased up. And he's like, I've got your pizza. Are you ready for your sausage and mozzarella and various other toppings that we've put on this thick crust? Oh, oh, yes, I am. Come on in. And then they feed it to you. That's what should happen. That's what we need. It's not enough to just deliver it anymore. We want to be fed. No, misbehaving says no thanks. Maybe it's a guy thing. I don't know. It's it's the it's the mad isn't it isn't it magic Mike? Did I do I have that right? Come on. Come on, Kathleen. Is it the magic? I gotta be careful how I type that in. Okay, so here's your there's your pizza delivery, guys. Look at this. Oh hell no. Look at this. Ding dong. Pizza's here. The pizza is here, misbehaving. Kathleen. It's time for Munchy Munch. <laughs> I think I, I'm going to get rich. What am I doing talking in a microphone in a beach bunker when I should just get attractive people to, you know, deliver our pizzas for us? No? Come on. I think it would work. I think it would work. I could just I could just imagine. Okay, so this is, uh, I got to find, a, or is, this is uh, the Irish... Supermodel. Hi, Quentin. I'm here with your pizza. It's time to eat. Okay. Uh, how do we? Uh, how do we tip here? Like, how does this? How does this whole tipping situation work? Oh man, I think that. I, I mean, the point I'm trying to make is that these food companies, in their ultimate wisdom, are trying to make it easier for us to get their food. But at what point do they start feeding us? But first why you shouldn't buy these foods at airports. If you're going to be doing some traveling this summer, you may want to stay away from these foods. And there's going to be a lot of, well, I already knew that coming with this, but bear with me. Some people don't, and some people know they shouldn't be eating these foods, and they do anyway. And that's the column I fall into, especially when it comes to salty stuff. Oh, my God. I swell up like a balloon when I get on an airplane and have a couple of beer. That's it. I'm like, my feet swell, my fingers swell. I get like the the Pillsbury Doughboy. And you're not supposed to have salty stuff. Chicken nuggets, hot dogs, nachos, potato chips. Before your flight, you should stay away from. That's pre-flight meal. Aww. You mean I can't have nachos before my flight? 
Tomato sauces have salt in them? (sighs) Water retention becomes a problem on the airplane if you eat too much salt. Okay, so stay away from the salt. Stinky stuff. Oh, is do you, do you ever have somebody in the lunchroom that's got to microwave tuna from last week? Isn't that fun? Isn't that great? Passengers who bring smelly food onto the airplane are just selfish. No one wants to smell your fried shrimp, curry, tuna sandwich. Save it for when you're by yourself. Fancy stuff. Avoid the fancy stuff. You do not have the room and you do not have the wherewithal to eat your fancy stuff if you're going to take some fancy stuff on the plane with you. Pre-wrapped salads. Really? I, I've done that. Unless you happen to catch them just putting the salads on the shelves, <clears throat> chances are it's been sitting there a while. Oh, okay. On top of that, you may have an hour until you board the plane and another hour until you decide if you feel like eating it. Wilted room temperature lettuce and baby spinach don't taste good. Well, isn't that the truth? And pre-wrapped sandwiches substitute wilted lettuce for soggy bread. That's true. And for your own safety, for the love of all things holy, they say do not visit a buffet before you get on a plane. But buffets can sometimes harbor germs. And if you are flying out of a city where you just had the buffet, uh, if there's a buffet close to the airport, you may want to think twice. And I think we discussed that earlier in the show when it comes to bathroom visits. I, I think that, oh my, there's, there is no horror greater in life than being sick before you have to board an airplane in any way, like a upset stomach or you're, you got the, you know, coming this way or going that way. And it's flight 665 to Winnipeg is now boarding. And you're like, oh, I'm going to crap my pants. Oh, God, there's nothing worse. We've all seen Dumb and Dumber. It's it's just not a good scene. And they also say, experts say, it's never recommended that you chew gum on an airplane. Well, why? Aren't you supposed to chew gum to help with the the air pressure changes? Um. Let me, let me, how about 50 pounds of poutine before you get on a plane? Oh, could you imagine? Could you imagine if poutine man got on the plane and it's a flight to Australia or something like that? So uh, what do you do? I'm a food blogger. Oh, so uh, what have you eaten lately? I just downed 14 pounds of poutine. Oh, good for you. How did that go? I felt like shit. I sweated my balls off. It was awful. Oh, my God. And I'm going to crap my pants. Oh, I don't want to sit by this guy. Can someone move me? I do not want to sit by this man. And then he gets up and he gets up to, to go to the can. Now, if you've ever been to an airplane bathroom... The bullshit about the, the Mile High Club is just that. Complete BS. There's not enough room to raise your arms. And I've done that test. I can't, you can't raise your arms in there. If you wanted to do this, if you want to do this, like the touch, touchdown in an, in an airplane bathroom, no way. Your, your head is crunched against the side of the fuselage like this and you're, you're basically on your knees while you're, if you're a guy trying to hit the, you know, 
the toilet and you're, you barely have enough room to raise your arms enough to do what you need to do. So this guy, the 50 pounds poutine guy goes in there. And he decides that he is going to gift the airplane with what essentially is a 45-pound soft-serve poutine cone in the bowl. That's the other thing about their toilets, eh? Down she goes. Well, this thing would go, I don't think so, Tim. (laughs) You'd hear the airplane groan. You'd hear the airplane, no go. This is not, you can't use a plunger on an airplane because they, they've got like 5,000 pounds of pressure that sucks whatever is any nearby. If your dingleberries are hanging a little too low, you better have a parachute on because you're going, you're going out. Make sure the dingleberries are tucked up tight, boys, because out you go. Hey, where's Dean? I think that's Dean outside the plane, the, the bathroom. It sucked him by the nuts. He's gone out on the place at 40,000 feet. Why are we not supposed to chew gum? Let me let me find out. We'll learn together. As it turns out, uh, some gastro doctors, gastroenterologists, uh, believe that uh, it is not a wise idea to chew gum. When you chew gum, you wind up opening your mouth more and swallowing more often. But I thought that was the... That was the the point. So part of what you swallow is air. Meanwhile, because of the pressurization of the cabin during flight, we're already at more risk for passing gas in a plane. Now you're telling me? Maybe gas X is something you should be taking before you get on a plane. You're more at risk for ripping gas on a plane than anywhere else because of the altitude. And because gas is being trapped. I mean, it does make sense. Plus, you're swallowing all this extra air. Um, Okay. The whole chewing gum on a plane and it could give you gas. Is it real? A quick Google search of chew gum, swallow air explains it. So instead of chewing gum, if you want to fight the whole ear popping thing, do these instead. Simply yawn or suck on candy. You'll still swallow air, but your mouth will generally stay closed and you won't you won't swallow as much air. Huh? Or hold your nose and mouth shut and gently exhale. Hold your nose and mouth shut and gently exhale. Well, how the hell are you supposed to exhale when you're covering yourself up? They call it the Vaselva maneuver. Don't do it if you have a cold or allergy because it could lead to ear infection. Close your mouth and nose and swallow several times is another one. Close your Okay, that one I could get because it'll pop. It'll pop. Anyway, Porky says ripping farts and breaking hearts. Oh, yeah. <laughs> ripping farts and taking down carts. Those carts that go by. And there's like, phew, we have a projectile. We have a projectile cart headed down aisle four of the Delta Airlines flight. Apparently, a blogger has said, you know what? The most important trick for getting what you want from an airline or another business can be taught to you by the movie Roadhouse. Sam Elliott's character apparently has all kinds of life lessons. It's about a bouncer played by Patrick Swayze who sets out to clean up a bar and winds up cleaning up the whole town. So this person has drawn a parallel from that movie to 
mastering the art of customer service. Because at the end of the day, when a business doesn't do what they said they're going to do, I mean, they've sold you something, (laughs) they have provided a service, they have done something for you in exchange for money. And that's kind of, that's a contract, whether it's a verbal contract, an actual contract, or a presumed contract. They said, I will do this, and in exchange, you'll give me money. You've given the money, say it's an airline, and you've given them the money for the ticket. You expect to show up, the plane is going to leave on time, and you're going to get to where you need to go. So when you don't get the answer that you want the first time, hang up the phone and talk to somebody else, it says. Sometimes the first agent won't be very motivated to help you. Sometimes they just don't care. Sometimes they just are there to answer the phone, address the concern, write it down, and move on. They're not trying too hard. They may not know the rules. It's not worth fighting them or even trying to teach them. The odds are they don't want to learn from you, So, and they don't have the training. At best, you're going to waste your time. At worst, you're going to get remarks made in a, a reservation that won't be helpful later. Or maybe they're right, and you'll look into someone on the next call that will do more to, to bend the rules for you. But maybe you don't know whether what you want is possible or not, whether it's award availability or a better flight. Uh, all you're doing is you're relying on the agent on the other end of the line. And since you don't know how hard that agent is working or you don't know anything about them, really, the starting point is to trust the answer and uh, until you've heard it three times in a row from three different people. That's a neat rule. I like that. So customer service rule number one, you got to hear the same three, same thing three times from three different people. And there's other options, especially when it comes to flying. You could you could talk to someone at the check-in counter, uh, telephone reservations, customer service, the gate agent. You can even use social media. But uh, it's like the whole, if mom says no, go ask dad. Haven't we all done that? There's lots of places to go for help. But at the end of the day, keep your cool. Patrick Swayze in the movie gets treated like crap. He gets smacked around. He gets bullied. He gets treated like garbage in that movie, Roadhouse. But at the end of the day, he always stays the nice guy. And he gets justice. He gets justice because, you know, some people, they'll take to social media and they forget that when you are doing customer service complaints or you're trying to take it up with somebody on social media, the whole world, careful, the whole world is watching. So don't be the idiot. Make them be the idiot. Be the super nice, you know, I, maybe I don't understand. Maybe, may I, you know, I really appreciate you helping me, blah, blah, blah. So when they say, no, we can't do that. We can't help you with that customer service thing. Then I'm sitting at home. I'm getting ready for the Tyler Glenn show here, fighting with my equipment, seeing you address some concerns with a company. I'm going, you know what? You're just trying to get what you paid for. And you're being nice about it. And they're being the big, mean company. So key is to stay nice, stay positive, stay cordial. And I like that that uh, that rule of threes. Try and get the same answer from three different people. If mom says no, ask dad. I like that. Um, okay, I think we've uh, pretty much got uh, enjoy the day today. Gonna be beautiful. Ooh, 
11 to 14 is the forecast for us today, already at 2. I am going to try and get this stuff onto the website, get the podcast put together, and then try and get outside as quickly as I can. Try and get some time outside. It is Pets Day today, so maybe get out with your pet. I'm going to try and even just walk around the block a little bit with them. And and don't forget to scoop the poop, Bob Barker always used to say. Don't forget to spay or neuter your your pets. And mine is, don't forget to scoop your poop, especially this time of year. It is like a poop lottery out there. Oh, my God, there's poop everywhere. People have not been picking up their poop. So uh, on this Pets Day, that's what we'll leave you with. Please pick up the poo, and we will see you again next time. On the Tyler Glenn Show, the show about food and fun places and the mayhem of life. Once again, thanks for another awesome day on the show. You can find everything we talked about at TylerGlennShow.com. TylerGlennShow.com and an audio version of the show is also available on the website or on Red Circle or wherever you get your podcasts. You can download it. I'll even post it right to social media. So you can click on it, and there I am, there we are, talking about the stuff we talk about. The food, the fun places, and the mayhem of life on The Tyler Glenn Show. As Kathleen always says, have a blessed and glorious day. Enjoy that sunshine, and we'll talk again tomorrow on the show. Have a great day. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. Coriant provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Coriant has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Coriant has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Coriant has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Coriant's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.